Welcome into the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Green Mountain Dental Group. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, today is going to be a little bit shorter show than the last few, um, but we are going to run through the UCLA football team, everything we need to know about UCLA as we get ready for the 2020 football season, um, hopefully getting a schedule sometime in the next couple of days, I would hope, but uh, camp is now seven days away uh does that mean it starts a week from today i think a week from today should be the first camp practice for the buffs assuming the boulder county lifts their order or there's some sort of exception or something like that um as of now i am confident that uh camp will start next thursday um Let's see. Uh, Before we move along, let's talk more about Green Mountain Dental Group. Green Mountain Dental is the place to go to get your teeth cleaned in the Denver metro area. It's only 15 minutes away from downtown Denver in Lakewood. Very convenient. Um, A family-owned business. Love supporting those. Also, Colorado sports fans, so even better. And a partner of ours here at DMVR, so supporting them is basically the same as supporting us. There's so many reasons to get out there. Uh, My favorite, though, is that if you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you can pick up a free Sonicare toothbrush, which is just an incredible deal. So make sure you take advantage of that. Free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam from Green Mountain Dental Group uh, out in Lakewood, 15 minutes away from downtown Denver. Get on it. Okay. So... UCLA, um, they're in a tough spot. Um, there, there are some teams that you talk about and you look at the talent and say, oh, wow, that's the story here. With UCLA, the story is the coach. Um, Chip Kelly has been there for a few years now. Um, and... Things aren't really getting much better for the Bruins. The offense hasn't been nearly as explosive as you would have expected a Chip Kelly offense to be um, as he now enters his, what, third year? Yeah, this is his third year at UCLA. Um, It's kind of do or die time. He is on the hot seat. Um, seven and seventeen overall at UCLA, no bowl games, uh, just not honestly a whole lot to like about what's gone on, uh, and things are going to get tougher this year. You know, last year the identity of this team really was Joshua Kelly, the running back who let's see, finished fourth in the Pac-12 with twelve hundred forty-three rushing yards, five point five yards per carry, um. It's going to be tough to replace that. Um, it's going to be really tough to, to replace that. You know, they, they did lose two offensive linemen, um, a center and a guard, but they landed uh, an interesting transfer uh, in Paul Gratton. So Paul Gratton um, comes to UCLA from Villanova, an FCS school, but he was one of the best 
uh, lineman in all of FCS football last year. There's a good chance that he'll be starting at center for UCLA. We don't really know where he'll be yet. Um, but three starters back. Uh, you bring in Grattan, so essentially it'll feel like they're four starters back. The disappointing part, though, is that they don't have an obvious replacement for Josh Kelly. Um, Josh Kelly now with the Chargers, as you guys probably know, splitting time with Austin Eckler there. They do have Demetric Felton, who will be a senior, 5'9", 185, he isn't all that good between the tackles, though, which is where Josh uh, Kelly almost called him Josh Allen. Um, that's where J Josh Kelly did all of his work. He was just bullying the defense inside. Now you have two of those inside offensive line positions changed, and you have Demetric Felton, who really struggles to run the ball between the tackles. Um, Felton actually played a lot of slot receiver last year. Um as I said, he's kind of undersized. He's speedy. He's shifty. Linebackers can't cover him. He's going to be a real threat in the passing game out of the backfield, both on checkdowns and screens, but also on actual like routes run out of the backfield um, or even from the slot. You could see him play some in the slot still. He's shifty. He's quick. He can get by guys. He's, he's kind of like your old school Pac-12 speed back. Um... And I really do like him. He just isn't nearly the same player that Joshua Kelly was. Um, and it's going to be tough for him to be as productive in the ways that Joshua Kelly was productive. And, and they really needed Joshua Kelly. Um, he was the entire focal point of that offense. Um, I'm trying to find it. So they only threw the ball 30 times, three times last year. Uh, once was 30 exactly. The other two were 31. This is not a passing offense. Um, threw for 300 yards three times, two of them in the last two games of the season, USC and Cal. Uh, one of them uh, 507 yards against Washington State. That was that 67-63 game. Last year, this offense's identity was running the football. This year, I think that they're going to have to have some sort of a passing game if they want to. I guess you can't repeat a four and eight record in a seven game season, but at least make it look respectable uh, if you can call four and eight respectable. Um, and that's going to really come down to Dorian Thompson Robinson, the quarterback who's now a junior. I was really excited for him last year. I think he flashed some things in his freshman year two years ago, but he didn't really feel like he took much of a step forward last year um let's see do i have some stats here completed 58 percent of his passes oh this is as a freshman 58 percent of his passes as a freshman uh seven touchdowns four interceptions last year bumped that up to 60 percent with 21 touchdowns and 12 interceptions it was it was all right but again they're going to need more as this team's identity does transition a little bit from that power football to more of a traditional Chip Kelly offense, honestly. They do bring back some exciting talent 
at receiver, um, Kyle Phillips put up 681 yards last year in eight starts as a, uh, I think he was a redshirt freshman. I don't think he was a true freshman. Uh, he's a sophomore now, though. You should expect him to keep that up. Um, more of a slot receiver than an outside guy. Um, but behind him, things get kind of interesting. Devin Asiasi was right behind him with 641 yards. He is now a, a tight end with the Patriots, so he's gone. Behind him, you had Demetric Felton, who had 594 receiving yards. But now Felton's going to be spending more time in the backfield. And so even though you technically have your top three receivers back, I think, you actually lose two of your producers at receiver. Well, I don't know what you call Felton. Felton is going to be a really big part of this offense and could honestly play himself into the draft this year, even though he's, oh, I guess he is a senior this year, so he has to, but actually doesn't because everybody has another year of eligibility, as crazy as that sounds now that we're actually living through it. Um, the passing game, I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. Um, some talented receivers um but this offense is I, I don't know what to expect from it but I think that when you look at all the changes it's easy to look at the running back situation say the running backs will be worse this year um putting more on Dorian Thompson Robinson the quarterback that really does scare me I don't think he's done anything to earn that it's just that that's the situation that he is now in offensive line good enough to help josh kelly do everything he did last year you lose a couple pieces you bring in um an unknown maybe i don't know he should be good he should be good from the fcs level um then tight end obviously losing a csc um they have mark mike martinez penciled in as the starter a sophomore um Caught three balls last year um, as a true freshman. 6'5", 266, and unknown again. Defensively, uh, six guys back. Um, I think that when you look through this defense, the guy who really st stands out has to be Quinton Lake, the safety. Um, Redshirt junior. Um, he's a safety He's a, a real NFL prospect, um, not much of a hitter, kind of looks like a cornerback, um, moves around the formation, plays safety in base packages, moves up and plays the slot and sub packages, very smart player, fairly rangy player, hasn't produced nearly as much as he should given how smart he is and how talented he is, um, but I mean, this could be the breakout year for him going into his junior year. And if that's the case, he could be headed to the NFL after the season. Or it could be another quiet year, and you just don't know what you'd expect. Um, another guy I kind of like, uh, Osa Odigizua. I never actually said that name out loud, I realized. It's, we're just going to call him Osa. Um He's a defensive tackle, defensive end. The The UCLA defense is a hybrid defense, multiple fronts. Um, so he kind of does move around a little bit. Uh, decent pass rusher, I guess. Uh, not like bad against the run by any means. 
just kind of like a big, strong guy with a high motor who can get you some penetration. Um, if things go well, then yeah, he's another guy who should scare you because interior pass rushers are very important. Uh, 6'2", 280, not a super long guy, not somebody who you look at and say like, oh, wow, this is just some freak athlete. Like He's a good athlete, but there's nothing really about him that stands out other than he's he's been fairly productive um, in the middle of that defense. Um, I think that this defensive line, though, probably is the strength defensively. Um, bringing back a couple other starters next to Osa. Um, actually, all their names start with an O. That's fun. Odua Isabor. Uh, yeah, Odua Isabor Otito Ogbenaya. I'm not sure if he's related to the other Ogbenaya. Um, but they should be stout up front. And uh, at safety, I mean, like I said, they have Quentin Lake. Um, Quantrez Knight could also be a factor back there. Um, Phil Steele has Stefan Blaylock as the other safety. All their linebackers are being replaced with guys who I know nothing about. Um, so, yeah, this is a team that isn't really all that exciting in, in my mind. I, I mean, I don't know if I can say that. They aren't going to compete for the Pac-12. They seem like they'll probably struggle through this season. You know, I, I look at this bottom tier of the Pac-12, um, or at least the Pac-12 South, and say like Arizona, UCLA, Colorado. I mean, they're any one of those teams could finish first in the group. Any one of them could finish last. UCLA, I, I have probably the best of those three just because at least they have some continuity on offense, keeping their quarterback. Um, I don't know, though. The more I talk about it, the more I'm kind of talking myself out of them. But the Buffs will play UCLA this year. Um, I think that that's all the information I really feel like we need to get to uh, uh, talking about UCLA. Um, so let's stop. <laughs> um before we move along, let's talk about Breckenridge Brewery, though. Uh, Breckenridge Brewery creates the official beer of DNVR. They are uh, a Colorado company. They were started in Colorado, and they've grown um, and expanded, but they're still based in Colorado, even though you can find their beers in 36 different states. Uh, I really like the Avalanche Amber Ale, the Strawberry Sky, um, I like Colorado Core. There's so many good beers that you guys should be trying, so make sure you do that um, because supporting our partners is supporting us at DMVR, and they are one of our favorite partners. Um, also, the farmhouse is open. That is like, I don't know, it's like a big plot of land in Littleton. It's where they created the brewery. Um, it's also where uh, you can buy a bunch of food at the farmhouse, which is Kind of, I think I don't know if it's like a real old farmhouse or if they built it and made it look like a farmhouse, but it definitely looks like a farmhouse. Really big, tall ceiling, super nice. The food is really good. Um, outside, they have like games, and I guess right now they probably aren't letting people play the games, but um, they do have outdoor seating. So, so head out there. It's a good way to uh, have a nice socially distanced meal. Um, also, want to talk quickly about Strava Craft Coffee. 
Strava Craft Coffee is a game-changing coffee that is really changing lives. Um, it was National Coffee Day on Tuesday, the 29th, so this Tuesday, and we're hyping it up all week to celebrate Strava's offering a 30% off coupon for DNVR listeners. Guys, if you haven't tried Strava, now is the time. We've raved about the CBD-infused coffee for a long time, and it's because it not only tastes amazing, but the health benefits have been incredible for so many. If you love coffee and happen to suffer from chronic migraines or IBS or arthritis or anything else, you should check this out. We aren't saying this coffee is a cure to any of those ailments, but check out the reviews and the many, many people that it has helped. So head to StravaCraftCoffee.com and get your 30% off today by using code DNBR30. This delicious CBD-infused coffee ships straight to your home. The offer starts on or started on Tuesday and it'll run through October 5th. That's right. Strava is giving you an entire week to take advantage of 30% off using the code DNVR30 on your next purchase. So enjoy. Okay. Um, before we get out of here, I uh, want to give you guys a DraftKings pick of the week. And if you guys listen to uh, the DNVR buffs, or no, DNVR draft podcast, you guys might already know what my picks were uh, for this college football slate, um, but I want to run through some of them. Uh, let's start with uh, Florida, South Carolina. Um, and I, I had five picks that I put into one like round robin parlay, which means I guess the way I set it up, it was like uh, for every, uh, let's see, every combination of three of these, uh, I have a parlay bet on it essentially, but it does all that work for you. Um, so South Carolina at Florida, I've got Florida minus 18. That offense looks incredible with Kyle Trask throwing the ball at Kyle Pitts. Um, I'm not sure that Pitts is going to have four touchdowns again, uh, but I do think that this is going to be a blowout. Um, and that minus 18 is still probably pretty good value given how good Florida's offense looked. Um, Texas A&M is going to Bama. Uh, I'm taking Bama minus 17 and a half. Um, same logic. There, I mean, honestly, there's there are two good college football teams, and then there's everybody else. There's Bama and there's Clemson, and nobody else looks like they're anywhere near the same tier. You know, once the Big Ten starts, maybe Ohio State can get themselves up there. As of right now, though, it it's looking like a two horse race. And even though I, th I think Bama's ranked second and AM is 13th, it's kind of crazy that the gap right there is worth 17 and a half points. But Vegas as it is, and I say that Alabama is going to cover that. Um, next up, Central Arkansas and North Dakota State. This one kind of scares me. Um, this will be the only time North Dakota State plays this season. Meanwhile, Central Arkansas has been playing for a month now. Um, and so there could be something to having had some more like real game experience. But because it is the only game, I think North Dakota State knows that they need to be fired up. And, you know, quarterback Trey Lance is a potential first-round draft prospect. This will be the only time he plays this season. Um, if you guys haven't been paying attention, North Dakota State is just like the kings of the FCS. They've won eight of the last nine national championships. They haven't lost to an FBS team since 2010. That's six straight wins against FBS teams. 
Uh, Trey Lance was the quarterback last year. Um, didn't lose all season, including the national championship. Um, didn't throw an interception all season even. So it'll be fun to watch him play. The line is set at North Dakota State minus 23 against Central Arkansas. I think they cover that. Um, Ole Miss at Kentucky. This is a, a little bit tougher one. The, the, the spread is set at six. And I went Ole Miss. Uh, this looked good last week, and I was kind of disappointed by Kentucky. I don't have a whole lot more analysis there. Uh, but Ole Miss plus six seems like a uh, pretty good bet. My last one, uh, I took Auburn plus six and a half at Georgia. The home field advantage is just not worth all that much this year. First of all, normally like Auburn at Georgia would be kind of scary, but Georgia doesn't look like they have it. The quarterbacks don't look like they have it. Um, Meanwhile, Bo Nix was able to go out and win them a game. So even though Auburn's an underdog, we were talking about this on that draft podcast. I I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn just wins this straight up. So plus six and a half just seems like very good value. Uh, so yeah, those are the DraftKings pick of the weeks or picks of the week. Um, those five, I put them in like the round robin parlay. You guys do whatever you want with them, um, but make sure that whatever you do, use the DraftKings sportsbook app. It is the number one rated sportsbook app in the United States. Uh, week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week four, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right. You can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all of you basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week four of the NFL, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code DMVR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only profit boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for today. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. We're going to be talking Arizona, which, uh, like I said, Arizona, UCLA, Colorado, all kind of in the same spot. Um, the difference being that Carl Durrell won't get fired if he finishes in the bottom of that group. So yeah, we'll jump in with Kevin Sumlin in Arizona tomorrow. We'll talk about another buffs position group. Didn't quite have time for that today. Um, but there's still a month until the season, as crazy as that sounds. Um, and we will be talking buffs until then. So I'll see you guys tomorrow.